Greetings and welcome back to another an ongoing series of Shurim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat, Daf Kuf Lamed Amud Aleph at the very top of the Amud, beginning our study of the 19th chapter of Shabbat, Rabbi Eliezer de Mila. And the subject of this entire parak is the Mitzvah Brit Mila, and begins with a dispute between Rabbi Eliezer and his student Rabbi Kiva about preparations for Mila and whether they can be done on Shabbat. Rabbi Leizer Omer, Imloi v'kli me'er of Shabbat, if he didn't bring the knife on Erev Shabbat, mevio b'Shabbat megulei, he brings it on Shabbat and exposed, and we'll see why he brings it out in the open, carrying it on Shabbat to the place to do the milah, uv'sakana mechasei al piyadim, if there is sakana, we'll see what kind of sakana that is later on, then he covers it up, but he has to make sure there are edim who see that he's carrying it and know why he's carrying it. The Odamar he had another point. Meaning that on Shabbat you can go out and cut wood in order to burn it and make charcoal in order to make a proper tool for Milah. And, but dis- disagreeing with him is Rabbi Kiva, call him Rabbi Kiva, anything that could have been done before Shabbat cannot be done on Shabbat. That cannot be done beforehand is done on Shabbat. We'll see more details about this later, but just as a quick reference, uh, Mila is only done for a baby who's, who is certainly eight days old, no more and no less, when that falls on Shabbat. The question was, why is it that you have to bring it out in the open? Is it to show your love for the mitzvah of milah, or is it so you won't be suspected of caring something for an illegitimate purpose? The nafkamina would be if you could bring it in a concealed way, uh, with a dim testifying to it. Iamart, mishum chibuve mitzvah, if it's chibuve mitzvah, so migula in mechuselo, you have to carry it out, out in front of everybody. Then it'll be okay to carry it concealed, as long as you had witnesses who could testify why you did it. So my, eat my rabbi Levi, lo amra rabbi Ezer, el chibuve mitzvah. Rabbi Levi says that rabbi Ezer's reason is chibuve mitzvah. You may not bring it mechuset, the very Rebbe Yezer. Okay, I'm Rashi. If you read our Mishnah carefully, you could find that too. You could carry it concealed, only in a time of danger. So you see, it's that, that's the reason. Shmamina. He quoted his Rebbe. During times of danger, they would bring it covered with Edim, as the rest of the Mishnah said. When we said Edim, both in the Mishnah and in the Brayta, does that mean Ihu Vachad, one other guy besides the fellow carrying it? Or perhaps it means he and another two Edim. So if it's he and another two, so who he covers it with edim, then Shapir. But if it's he and one other, my edim, it should say I'll be So the answer is not necessarily He and another could be made elsewhere, so they're still called edim. Later on in the Mishnah, we had Rebbe Lezer's other allowance. 
town in Lod, they actually did this. It wasn't just a theoretical psak. And his opinion is famous in the eighth parak of Chulin, that uh, the fowl and milk are per- permitted. They used to eat that there. Levi Iklo Ve Yosef Rishba, he came to this person's house, Karivule Resha Ditavta Bechelba, they brought him a pheasant with milk. Loachal, he wouldn't need it. Kiatal Kamedi Rabbi, he came to Rabbi, Amarle, Amarlo Tishmatino, why didn't you throw them in Cherem for violating our law of fowl and milk? Amarle, Atre, Rabbiudo and Mateirahave, that was Rabbiudo and Mateira's town. Viamenon, I thought, Dilma Darstok Rabbiosi, Aglili, maybe he taught like Rabbiosi Aglili. The prohibition of milk and meat in Dvarim is listed in the same pasuk as the prohibition of Nivela. And his drushes at Only meat that could become a Nivela and is prohibited as a result is Asur as Basavachalab. I might think the same applies to birds, which are That's why it says in its mother's milk. After all, fowl do not have mother's milk; they're not mammals. Therefore, they're not in the parsha. So, therefore, he said, I thought maybe the, the rabbi of this town darsh in the same way, and they were following the proper procedure for their town. There was a town where they used to practice that way of uh, extra leniencies on Shabbat for Milah. People lived a normal life. The wicked kingdom, which in this case is uh, almost assuredly Rome, made a decree that they can't do Brit Milah. The Xerah didn't apply to that city. Accepted happily, like it's famous uh, in the bathhouse. They still do it uh, even today. Brit Milah is a festive occasion. They accepted begrudgingly and with anger. One arayot, the prohibition against certain relations. In, uh, in the murmuring that begins in Balotcha, Moshe hears people crying by families. What does that mean? About family relations. So marital relations and everything else have a lot of, have, uh, feistiness to them. Every Ktuba has negotiations and fighting going on. Okay. Any mitzvah that Israel were willing to die for when there was a decree, like the prohibition of Avodazara, and in behalf of Milah, it's famous about the story of Antiochus, his gzera. Am Israel still holds fast to those mitzvot. Any mitzvah that Bnei Yisrael relax about and didn't hold on to uh, at the time of Gzeirah, Gnon Tefillin, evidently Tefillin at certain points was uh, not uh, observed stringently. Adainim Rupa Biyadam. It's still something that's not so strong. Now, the point of the story is not to say that we're weak about it, but to tell the story about Gzeirah. 
Mahi, we heard this earlier in the Masachat of Rabbayashalayafiachbaim, you need to have a clean body, meaning not to let wind, Rabbayashalayashanbaim, or Rabbah says you can't sleep in them. Why is he called Lishav Al-Kharfaim? And that's the reason this is here. Anybody puts tefillin on, they'll bust his head open. He would wear tefillin out in the shuk. So one of the policemen saw him. He chased him. So Elisha took him off his head and put him in his hand. What's in your hand? I have wings of a of a dove. And he opened his hands, and the tefillin had magically turned into kanfeyona. That's why they called him that. So Maishna kanfeyona. Why is the kanfeyona as opposed to some other bird? Because Am Yisrael is compared to a dove. Shinamar. Just like a dove has its wings protecting it, Israel has their mitzvot that protect them. I'm Rabbi Avabar, Ada. So it happened once that they forgot to bring the knife on Erev Shabbat to the house where the baby was. And they brought it via rooftops and backyards, not openly in Rishut HaRabim. And this is against Rabbi Eliezer's uh, approval. So Matgav Yosef, Shlobetson Rabbi Eliezer, what do you mean? Adar Rabbi Eliezer, Hudashari, he's the one who allows it. Maybe what you mean is the Sharia feel Rishut Abim that he allowed it in Rishut Abim, and you're going through backyards. Ella Britson Rabbanan. So then that means that who was approving? Was it the Rabbanan who disagreed with Rabbi Eliezer? You think that they who did not allow you to carry the knife in Rishut Abim would allow you to carry it over rooftops and backyards? But they don't. The Brighta says that just like you're not allowed to carry the knife through Rishut Abim, this is of course not Rabbi Yezer, you can't carry it through backyards either. The answer is the Brighta should read, this is against Rabbi Yezer and his disputants, because according to him, he's reading Rishut Abim, according to them, you don't bring it at all. So who was approving? Rabbi Shimon. It's Rabbi Shimon. It's not Rabbi Shimon. We have this in Eruvin. Rooftops, courtyards, and large yards. They're all one reshut for things that started Shabbat in them, which means you can carry in the chatzer and chatzer to Gag, etc., but not for Kilim that were in the house, unless there's an Erev Chatzeret, you can't take it out. So that means that he would allow that more leniently than Rishut HaRabim. So he asked them the following question. Let's say you have a Mavui, which is the alleyway off of which the Chatzeret uh, connect. And let's say they didn't make a Shituf Mavuot uh, that would allow them to carry from Chatzeret to Chatzeret. Can you carry in the alley itself? Do we compare it to a chatzer? Now, what's the din of a chatzer? You may carry things in the courtyard as big as the courtyard is, as far as you want, 
even if though there's no Eruv, you just can't carry it into a house or from a house into the Chatzar. So perhaps the same thing is there. Even though they didn't make a Shituf Mavot, you can carry in the Mavu itself. It's not like a Chatzar. The Chatzar has four Mechitzot on each side, because it's a gated area. This is a street with two walls, basically. Chatzar also has residence. This doesn't have residence. So Shatik so Rabbi had no answer. Then Rabbi Zera bumped into Rabbi and he heard him teaching. One time they didn't bring the knife on Erev Shabbat, they brought on Shabbat. Why are you ignoring the majority opinion doing what Rabbi First of all, Rabbi a famous story in Bava was thrown in Cherem. Plus, we rule like the majority. What was his answer? We asked him this question. The, the case that they were talking about was a case oh, that Rabbi Yudah was talking about was a Mavui that they had not done Shitufin. They simply brought it from one end to the other end. Alright, so Amarle, so now Zera turned to him and said, In other you believe that if you have a Mavui with no Shituf, you can carry from one end to another? He said, Yeah. I asked you that question several times. You never, never gave me an answer. Maybe somehow by telling a story you remembered your te- learning. Yes, indeed, that's what happened. And now I remember the story and it is Mutar. He disagrees and says, if there's no Shituf, you can only carry Arbamot. explained it, said it without explaining. He explained it. What it means is as follows. If you have a Mavui without Shituf, and the Chatserot have made their Eruv with the houses, then you can only carry four Amot in the, in the Mavui. Let's say that the Chatserot did not make Eruvin with the houses. Then you can carry in the whole Mavui. So now, that means that the Mavui actually gains from there being no Eruv between Chatser and Bayit. He says, I don't get the difference. When they made an Eruv, the Nitku Chatserot Rasubatim, what happens is the courtyards all become like houses, and they're disconnected, and now the Mavui is out there, and you can't carry Right. Uh, so is it because what Rav said was that in Mavui um, doesn't become Mutar with uh, Lechi, which is the upright part in the Korah, the beam over the top, until there are houses and chatzerot in the plural open to it, and if they made the eruv, then there's only houses because the chatzerot now becomes subsumed to the houses. But if you didn't make eruv, 
then assume the houses to be sort of sealed up because you can't carry from the house to the chatzera from one house to another. Now you've got chatzera no houses, so how can you carry in the mavui? So the answer is maybe they were mavatel they were shoot to one. So sof sof batim leika. So now you've got bayit but not batim. Because all the other houses don't exist. So after itself, Palka Dioma Lagavichad, Palka Dioma Lapanya Lagavichad. So maybe they did this. Maybe they said for the first half of the day, we're Mavatel to this house, and the second half to that house. So you have Batim. The Sof Sof, Bina D to the high, late to the high. Still doesn't work, because at no point in time do you have houses. Batim Veleka. And so he said the answer is that, uh, after all, what caused the um, the Chatserot to become Asur, it's the houses. And since houses now don't exist because there's no A-roofs, the houses are not connected, therefore there really is no Easter at all, and that's why you could carry in all of it. Okay, we'll pause at this point, we'll pick it up, further discussion, uh, clarifying Rebbe Liezer's opinion, uh, and um, other areas where he allows Machshire Mitzvah to be done on Shabbat. In the meantime, I wish everybody a wonderful day.